Hi, my name is Nariba Shepard. And this is Justin Arnett Graham. And this is Terms Terms of of Service. Service. Far. Welcome back, season two. Yep. Welcome back, second episode of season two. I third episode of season two. Third episode. I'm so sorry. Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. I was in a wedding last night, so I apologize. So we traded off. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I'm uh, I'm doing I'm I'm doing as well as one can can be expected, but I'm feeling a lot better right now um, as opposed to when I woke up. Yeah, you are <laughs> sounding much better than I did when we did the last recordings because amazing. I was a capital C U N T tired. <laughs> I can amazing. spell it. I can spell that right. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. of course. No children. But how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic today. Uh, you brought coffee. So shout out to you. Oh, um, thank you. Max is here. Yes. Marcus Ma- is yes. Yes. just roasting us all morning with our playbacks. No, it's great. It's been great. It's and great. we have a guest. Yes, we do have a guest. Hi, Sean. Hey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? That's not a fake. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, everything is perfect. Yeah, everything's this is going wonderful. really well. And I don't want to mess this up because I keep... Like, you gotta keep going. Yeah, but I just, I'm having a hard time saying your last name. One more time. <laughs> uh, it is Clendenning. Sean Clendenning is yeah. with us today. And as per tradition, we must start off this way. What's your sign, girl? <laughs> um, did it move, right? It shifted? Did it shift, or does that pertain to certain people? You need to catch me up. Okay, um, I'm part of the belief that there is not a 13th. Zodiac All right, cool. sign because I'm like we're just making shit up. I'm gonna get <laughs> roasted for this, but we're just like okay. we're just like making shit up. Okay. But um, okay. when you know, so if the old rules apply, apply yes, uh, I'm a Virgo. Oh, oh, I was supposed to be a Leo, but um, you know what? That's a blessing is for it? you. Is it? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, I feel like anytime, glad you feel that way. anytime we touch on leo's my this one eye rolls you just you want nothing to do with it i'm waiting for naturally think back to our live episode david Moore. i'm so sorry congratulations on being engaged (laughs) yes yeah congratulations david just not talk to him the whole time Mm. no (laughs) everything worked out every everything worked out justin will be conducting this um over here staring i just like i'm okay Okay, so I'm learning in therapy to like be more open mm-hmm. about Leos, but in like real life, they keep doing it to themselves. <laughs> um, but Virgos, yeah, we fuck with Virgos here. Everyone has like a Virgo in them in this mm. situation. You're yeah. you're a Virgo rising. I'm uh, a Virgo rising, and it's the only thing that keeps us together. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, uh, Virgos That's are righteous. like, yeah, like, what does that mean? It's like, uh, like know. a little bit neurotic energy, but on the inside, because you can't show people that you're like trying to get shit together. That's how it just has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. You just have to are like you screaming on the inside right now, Sean. I was when you introduced me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then now everything is, you know, smooth. smooth, yeah. smooth yeah. They can't see my leg bouncing up and down. Okay. <laughs> you know, no, it's, no, it's, it's okay. Well, Sean, mm. you know, let's let's get into it. I mean, yeah, let's you know, in. let's uh, some meats. Yeah, let's talk about uh, your background. Who are you? Where are you from? Not much. From nowhere. Oh, um, <laughs> man. I am originally from, born in Durham, uh, raised in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. 
So yeah. Amazing. I've never been to Durham, but I I've know never people been to North from Carolina. there. Durham's tight. Yeah, it used to be scary. Now it's tight. I want to visit my friend there. Hi, MJ. I should visit you. Let's go. <laughs> they listen to every episode. Um, oh, yeah, that's, that's I'm great. Shout yeah. out to them. Yeah, shout out to Durham. Yeah. Little city baby. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I like it. Okay. Yeah. That's um, that's amazing. I I just learned a new thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like we'll see. I thought that was like from friends when you're like, F you. Yeah. Oh, it really no. might be. <laughs> I don't watch friends, so you might have me on that one. Oh, yeah. I wish I didn't, but it's all in there. It's <laughs> all like in I there. can't I can't unlearn it. Like I can't let it go. Yeah. Well, you know. Me with scrubs, same way. It's oh. it's in there. Yeah, that's uh, freshman year of college. That was Zach our like Raff? Mm-hmm. Zach Graf, right? Zach, yeah, OG. Donald Faison. Yeah, yeah. Oh, big fan. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And well, the Donald Faison uh, comment just reminded me of uh, obviously Clueless and the fact that I Breakout was speaking. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was speaking to someone who looked at me crazy when I said, I don't know, like some random quote. I'm clueless because it is chock full of just cultural moments. Oh, like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's perfection. The whole movie is a meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Abs- abs- yeah, abs- <laughs> but so I think I was like, I totally paused. And they're like, wait, what? I'm like, you're kidding. You're kidding. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, no, like, no, I know where that's from. And I was just like, what movie? And they're like, I, I, like, I don't remember it. I was like, clueless? Yep. Clueless. And I'm like, oh, I've seen that movie. I was like, then give me one damn quote from that movie. <laughs> one. And they're like, you know what, Justin? I'm a horrible gay. I just have never seen it. I was like, are you for real? Oh, don't right. clueless shame yourself. That's not right. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, I was just like, it's how I felt. Literally, <laughs> even felt. if they had pulled out the as if. Um, oh, like, man. That could have been enough. Yeah. That could have been yeah. enough. They yeah. didn't even have to really try it. No. no. It's okay. So clueless. Um, I thought you were going to say, so yes. Clueless. I thought ah. you were going to say that this person was like, oh my God, you look like Donald Faison after like all of these people oh, yeah. <laughs> miss <laughs> identifying you in the wild. Yeah, I'm uh, just like, uh, do this. You're like, I've been, ha- I've been having a very weird couple of weeks or months i don't i don't know of being I mean, personally victimized being personally victimized um there was a bartender that decided to sketch me as i was working you didn't tell me it was a bartender oh it was a bartender oh. it was a bartender which bar and should i be avoiding so i'm not gonna put them out there that individual was very nice that didn't make me look very nice at all i looked like a disney villain uh, so Yo, I like some Disney villains. Like Cruella's tight. I mean, it was, but it was definitely, <laughs> it was bad. definitely yeah. giving Return of Jafar, oh. and that's not something that I identify with. But no, no Arabian Nights, no Arabian Nights, no. And then also, also, um, this has happened to me twice now that someone has come up to me, asked me for my autograph, thinking that I was Busy Bone from <gasps> Bone Thugs. And Bone Thugs. Yeah. So how did you take that? That must have been like. I took I don't it quite even hard. Know. I took it yeah. hard. Like, I, I don't even hard. know, man. I didn't yeah. take it as a compliment. I can't, I can't no, relate. No, no, no. no, they're like, dude. oh, they're like me and my boy told like you gotta be like, show me your ID, and I was like, it's sir, like, what? if you don't leave me <laughs> right now, because this is a goddamn joke. But um, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just like, I'm gonna reel it back in, you know, yep, because. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. So if anyone does see me out in the world, feel free to just 
approach me as me, not busy bone. <laughs> can I just go, not, hey, Justin? Yeah, and then that we would can be keep good. moving. I mean, yeah, that, would be, <laughs> that would be regular because yeah. anytime we go anywhere, and I know Max can speak to this, it's like, we cannot walk like five oh minutes God. without someone being like, oh my God, Justin. And I'm like, I'm not jealous. I'm just like, we can't have a full conversation. <laughs> so you but both, I'm, hmm? you both have dreads, right? Yes. Essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. My girlfriend had dreads for a very long time. And uh-huh. yeah. um, she, people would just like come up to her and like touch her hair. Does oh, that happen to you all? Oh, it's like, yeah. 10%. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. How do you deal with Ooh, that? Yeah, we're going down a slippery slope there. <laughs> this because, is, uh, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can handle it, but um, mostly I'm yeah, just in like. The in the streets. <laughs> meet me in the alley yes. if you know what it is. No, that's sick. But, if you yes. can touch you some more, it's just like, right. it's just like, exactly. I, like, I don't know. I just catch like. Catch me outside. I, I, I feel like <laughs> yes. when I'm most mm-hmm. offended, my reaction is just to immediately touch theirs. <laughs> I like, I'm like. Because that's how I do it with the kids at home. It's like, well, you mm-hmm. don't like when you do it to someone, so I'm going to do it to you. Do you like that thing? And so I just do that to people in the street. You got to treat now. them like kids. I, I do, love yeah, that. exactly. I love treating yeah. adults like kids. It's great. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> but when, it, when you're done to you, you're like, oh, shit. But I mean, do you, <laughs> but do you take that model into the kitchen? Because I did. I was like, Ooh. mom. Oh, man. Oh, and, we uh, love more a like a More like an alcoholic, abusive dad sometimes. I mean... <laughs> <sighs> I yeah, when honest. I took a, yeah, no, no, you're real. Yeah. When I like you're took my first yeah. hard look yeah. at like if I had become my dad, aka the mm-hmm. chef that like brought me up, oh, I realized that there were like very specific things that he did that I started doing. Um, but I would say uh, I was more of like a s- small narcissist, which I feel like all of us in the food service industry has to be. We all so say we small, believe. but it varies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I say small because therapy. There we go. Hey, hey, you got therapy. there. Yeah, Congrats. I got there. Yeah, you got um, there. Yeah. But no, as soon as I started going to therapy, I realized I was like, oh shit, maybe I have a drinking problem. Maybe I'm doing too many stimulants. Maybe I should take a fucking nap and eat a vegetable. So yeah, Ooh. I get you. Yeah. yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, on that note, Sean, um, yeah, talk to us a little bit about your background in in the industry. I know that um, you know, you lived out in out in San Francisco. I want to mm-hmm. get into you know, yeah, all the of beginning it. to the end. Yeah. Shout out to the West Coast. West Coast, <laughs> absolutely. Before we talk oh, about man. them, yeah. Yes. No, I love most of those guys out there, mm-hmm. um, but. Oh, I was yes. just talking about the West Coast, like oh. the land. Oh. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the land, too. Yes. <laughs> you know, even though it's, it's burning up, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I got into cooking kind of late, like in my, t- my early, like 1920. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a musician forever. Still right. am. Awesome. Um, was like going to go into audio engineering and then had this girlfriend we used to watch chopped a lot <laughs> i recently hey. turned chopped down yeah you gotta do it yeah, you gotta you do point it. so stupid <laughs> so yeah I, i'm sorry <laughs> sorry but uh yeah and i was like oh, i'm gonna do this for a living and you know maybe try and be somebody or you know whatever i was taking mm-hmm. when i was 19 so i went to culinary school and uh you know i kind of got enamored in what fine dining is, I guess, at the time. And that was 2010, so it was like, you know, lineage just, you know, gotten three stars for a time, uh, first time, Novo's on the rise, you know, Dave Chang had a big reach with, you know, food media in a, in a way that promoted that, so I was like, yeah, let's go do this. Right. Um, so I was like, let's go work at everywhere that's hard, 
essentially where where I live and you know basically judging a, a work environment by the menu mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which we've all been guilty of doing yeah mm-hmm. uh, so yeah and then worked at some spots in North Carolina uh, the first one that was like pretty tough for me um, I had this guy named Nicholas uh, fuck, I his last name because I'm on the spot no, <laughs> Nicholas Tenardi is my first mentor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and talk about a guy who was like patient and understanding and a little bit of a redneck so i like kind of got to see it i got i related to that and my like southern sensibilities mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like also really like super deep and like go home and read philosophy and like really well balanced cat isn't that fucking weird i love that shit i love yeah. that shit i like being like juxtaposed as an individual yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i like it so yeah he had a really big impact so on well me said. <laughs> um and like his teachings i guess were instilled and sent me to where I am now. So I moved to Chicago and um, staged at Boca and Blackbird. Oh! Yeah. Blackbird is like my... <laughs> oh, RIP the greatest. I um, know. I drive so, past it every time we come here. So yeah, my first ever <laughs> first ever stage in Chicago was at Boca, and I didn't know how to fuck get in the back door. <laughs> so it's next door to Alinea, and it was when they were doing renovations, and I tried to go in the back of Alinea, and like I ran smack into Simon Davies. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, "Is this Boca?" And he was like, "It's the fuck, of, you know? What are you, what are you doing?" You know? <laughs> I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> you're, so you're yeah, like, trying to figure it out mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so Boca didn't really work out, which is which is fine. And then uh, Staja Blackbird, and I was like, these cats are crazy. Yeah. These are cool cats, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Island of misfit chefs. And just like, but like serious about it, but not serious about it. And like, I, I I thought it was great. I was like, this is a good first first place to be. You know, Ryan was doing things Hi, with Japanese. Uh, nah. Ryan. Yes. So Ryan like, Pfeiffer. Uh, <laughs> yep. uh, he was doing things with like Japanese ingredients that mm-hmm. I had never really done before, which I thought was like great. And you know, I remember when I staged him and I had like, you know, 10 minutes in the basement alone, just like kind of, you know, Ryan will talk to anybody. Yeah. But I'm like, can I do it like this? You know, he's, got, <laughs> he's got that look, you know, his, his eyes, his eyes are huge, but they're not huge. You're like, what the fuck? Um, so I was like, this, this cat's really cool. And just like things like we just kind of like started to like understand each other which is like cool. a gentle giant yeah sort of. and so he like <laughs> hired me on the spot and didn't tell the rest of his team <laughs> and i i was like all right cool I, I got the job i'm gonna move here in a month and he's like all right cool you know we'll see you in a month and then i you know that showed up for my first day like we hired you <laughs> you're like where did you come from yeah um so that was a really big influence on me and trying to keep things humble while fighting pretentiousness all at the same time. I think it's like uh, one of those places where I call it a farm, mm-hmm. like a like a culinary farm, because you learn so much. So many great people are there. And yeah, and yeah. you like get to interact with a lot of like different people and it sets you up to like succeed when you mm-hmm. move on, sort of. It, it's, mm-hmm. it was an amazing stepping stone for so many people I worked mm-hmm. with that, you know, you see where they are now and you're like, damn, dude, we have a bunch of killers. I unfortunately had a little shithead attitude about me a lot of the time when I was there and kind of like hard to work with at some points, you know, it depends on like who I was working with and, you know, the day in front of me. And I don't think I fully understood at the time of like, you know, eating the shit and like really, you know, getting after it and, you know, complain a lot, I think, Mm. Um, you know, and and also not my mindset at the time was like, oh, a la carte restaurant, you really can't predict what you got to do, you know, like all these variables and Mm -hmm. I just didn't. Yeah. Look at it from a positive way and would like be like kind of negative about it or while maintaining some kind of like 
male-driven ego on the inside of like, I'm good at this. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I can do this. I'm going to nail this. Yeah, focusing yeah. on, you know, focusing on everything I like succeeded at, which was few and far between as opposed to things I needed to work on. Big Virgo energy. Sup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, 24, 23, I think at the time and just like full of piss and vinegar and attitude. Um, and then, you know, I wanted to, you know, go up from there. Exactly. So me and my buddy, Will Schlager, um, we'll get into him later he's my business partner oh, nice. um he's he's great he's a such an amazing man um but hey he moved out to san francisco first and then i like i was like i'm doing that too yeah because <laughs> that, that was the plan you know i was like i like lived alone and didn't have any like commitments here it was like always like all right chicago for two years and you know move on blah 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 i said that shit and it's like nine years yeah later. everyone who lives here is like yeah i've lived here for like a year and it's like how long you lived here like 10 years right <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, ooh. Right? Wow, this guy just hands oh, you drinks. That's yeah, tight. There you are. Thank you. I'm passing it around. Thank oh, you. Wonderful. There you are. <laughs> Thank you. Go so on. Lovely. Um, <laughs> so, where are we? Yeah. So, Will was living out of a suitcase and sleeping in the park <laughs> when he first moved out there. <laughs> you know, trying to get a job wherever. And he landed at a place called Cezanne. Um, okay. At the time, it was a. Oh, we all got one. All right, cool. I don't think yeah, I go for it. You yeah. go for it. Whatever yeah. this is, is great. Um, <laughs> it's like it's the newest expression spritz. from Ritual. <clears throat> no. The, it's the kombucha spritz. Oh, crap. Yes. You labeled it wrong. <laughs> no, we like, no. No. Yeah. So we flipped it, and I didn't tell you. But yes. So it's a kombucha <laughs> spritz. Yes. Um, wonderfully created by Ashley Christine of Garnet mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, executed Shout beautifully out. by our wonderful colleague Ryan. So thank you, Ryan. We're, Ryan. Uh, Ryan. 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 Yes, yes. Ryan. We're ever, crushing ever, it, dude. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. This is great. Wow. Um, I okay. So Ashley is not with us today, mm-hmm. but, uh, but she's like a great spirit. mom. She left like the best notes as usual. Mm-hmm. A bit refreshing morning cleanse to get the juices flowing. Kombucha yes. spritz, bright, spicy, invigorating. The kombucha itself is pungent and sharp. I paired a traditional, <laughs> not me, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> I paired a traditional grenadine to add depth complexity and to soften those edges girl i cannot have soft edges you're talking about a drink right a lot of, well you said, along, you said invigorating yes along with a splash of sparkling water to lighten and lengthen that's what she said this sounds like a relationship right this is fucking delicious it's great though and it smells straight up like it tastes though and I love that shit. I yeah. hate when I smell something and then I taste it and it ruins my life. Malort. <laughs> I love you. Oh. oh, I love Malort. I love Malort too, but it does not taste the way it smells. Malort's kind of like no. punching a uh, like a tree over and over. And you just get like stronger and stronger and better at it. Just the more you drink it, the better it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is freaking delightful. This is absolutely fucking delicious. Um, mm-hmm. I miss you. Absolutely. <sighs> Yes, and this like this basil in here. Mm-hmm. Yes, and orange blossom. Mm. I'm a little bit of a sucker for orange blossom. Okay, well, yeah. come through with it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, 
<laughs> Sean, sorry. Uh, Back to it. Continue. Uh, yes. If we can keep going down orange blossoms, that's <laughs> fine. They're pretty good. I know. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, yeah, where are we at? Will's Will sitting in the park. San Francisco um, yeah, so, in the park. So, yeah, he gets a job at a restaurant called Cezanne, which I had very, like, limited knowledge of because it's kind of, like, nebulous. On, or at least at the time, it was, like, very nebulous on the... Uh, the social media aspect of like what they did there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but i knew it was like a lot of fire a lot of like uh i know now from working there like extreme simplicity that i didn't really understand at the time oh, uh which is like which shit. yeah i do yeah oh my god it's like all the work happens you know on each side of cooking it mm-hmm. um so yeah i was like let's give this a shot and there's you know the three motion star restaurants i was like yeah yeah, uh, <laughs> like let's go. Yeah, let's. I'm. I, I'm. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> the day I staged, uh, like an hour into it, like someone like walked out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and I was like, yeah. I was like, oh yes, I got a spot. You know, like you know, that's all I could think about. You know, at the time, you know, because I was living on the other side of the bridge. You know, just like I need to get a fucking job. You know, because this place ain't cheap. No, you know, no one no. told me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, it's no uh, joke. Yeah, Stash got the job, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the place opened up. I'm going to start with the positives. Uh, the place opened up my, you know, uh, I guess culinary aptitude to another kind of direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you know, treating, th- getting things from a great source, which you do in California. This is all going to sound like, you know, <laughs> uh, like a broken record at this point. But, you know, at the time, I Tell guess, the mid 2010. Talk to us about the California bounty. Ooh. Dude, it's good, man. You pull things out of the ground, they taste great. It's, yes, it's like, I gotta yeah. do much to it. Um, or yeah. at least the way I look at it, you know, just like keep it whole, keep it as pristine as possible, all the way to the guests, serve it in something unique. You know, a very Japanese mindset of, uh, of kaiseki at certain yes. points, of all the elements around you are, are really important outside of the food and like where you're sitting, how you're sitting and what chair you're in. And like, you know, every table's from like a redwood. You know, in California, so you're yeah. like becoming encompassed, supposedly being encompassed with the narrative and mm-hmm. you know what what's around you. Yeah. So you know that was great. <laughs> Working there, um, you know, having to get up at like four thirty in the morning to like just Oy, walk in the door and like Ouch. not Ouch. stop running all day oh, <laughs> and just yeah. like it's go go go. Um, and you know you're not necessarily talked to, and, and you know every situation is mm-hmm. like the world's gonna end. <laughs> I remember one day yeah. the uh, oh fuck what are they called uh, game and wildlife officers busted in the restaurant oh man and tore the walk-in apart and like tore it, everything apart because I guess they got some tip of like illegal game in the restaurant and oh so like God. game and uh, wildlife and game is like serious in California and yeah. you know Cezanne's like famous for serving a lot of game meat mm-hmm. at least they were for uh, a while and <laughs> I just remember, like, can you, like, imagine walking to a restaurant and, like, everything is pulled out of the cooler and just kind of, like, opened and then, like, left. I would have yeah. a fucking panic yeah. attack. And, like, yeah. you're trying because to you have to prep all that you're shit. You're trying to prep during the day and then, like, Game of Fish comes in at 3 o'clock and fucks the whole restaurant up and serves 5.30. Like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and, like, every day is, like, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, which is, like, if you're up for the challenge, it's, like, great. Um, but, you know, people leading that also need to maintain their composure at a certain point and certain people did and certain people didn't mm-hmm. um you know but that's how i was like oh you got to treat people like this to get this kind of work done yeah. yeah you know that was imprinted on me i guess because i didn't have like a strong moral uh compass at the time of you know like working with people and how to like maintain my own stress in this mm-hmm. environment 
Uh, so Will and I started working, you know, the fire station at Cezanne, which is like, you know, the, the one of the harder things you can do out there. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot, everything on the menu is touched by some part of that. So there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. And there's a one point we just get screened out by the guy training us and we look at each other like, is this worth it? Right. Um, and I was like, no. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like, Let me go ahead okay, and answer that. How many right years were you already working before you had that like Well, I was like working at this at, at like this level is not and yeah. dealing with this isn't worth it. So I was no. like, you know, I was like maybe we should tone it back a bit, it'd be fine. Yeah. Um and so the way we left it was not the not yes. the greatest. We just like we were like, this is our last service, we're done tonight. No, I won't see oh, you I did that you once know, like, and I felt so bad. Um, it's not the best way to end a job. But yeah. sometimes but speaking about how people will leave jobs, mm-hmm. I knew a bartender that worked at a, a spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna give any deeper details, but um <laughs> they poured honey down the back bar um on their last day. And that was their fuck you to to that place. See, I didn't Wait, do all that. What do you that. mean pour the honey down the back? What does like, that mean? Just literally like poured it down like the cracks on the back bar. On the back Because bar. like no one's paying attention to like the back bar and then, you know. <laughs> it was it probably was a thing of like, city. yeah, they were the yeah. only person like cleaning it. So <laughs> yep. they were like, mm, bet you gonna not take care of this now. Not, like, a, not at all. That is savage. Yeah. To say the least. I yeah. like the yep. one time that I just like <laughs> came into work. <laughs> And I was so depressed and over the bullshit that I just like was like, this is my last day and I'm leaving type situation. Um, it was more of like, I literally couldn't do it anymore. Like for all of the emotional, mental, like physical reasons. So I just like left and went to pause and like sat in a room with kittens and cried. Dude, I mean, actually good choice and you know, self-help immediate yeah, therapy. That's, I mean, I, mean that's, I did shave off the back of my dreads and get a tattoo and break up with was my all that partner after pause? in the same like 20, 48 hours. So like it was a quarter life crisis. <laughs> it was a tough day. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was but those, I understand what you're, yeah. I understand what yeah. you mean by just like being like, there was a lot I of moving have parts on that day. Yeah. It's yeah. like one of those days, man, just make you do deep, unrecognizable emotional things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're just like, this is some kind of, you know, I guess self-help. Um, but yeah, I hightailed it back here to Chicago after that, after a month of like trying to make money in the Bay, which is tough. And yeah, came back and um, saw How's that. How's that working culture out there? Like, I know that you touched upon it briefly. But, I, you know, I've only worked in very select restaurants that are pretty much identical to each other out there. So I felt like I worked all the time. <laughs> yeah. And the people that work out there are really hard working um like a lot yeah yeah Yeah. or at least the people i surrounded myself with but i don't like san francisco as a yeah the funny thing was like i before i moved out there i was like i visited i was like i fucking hate this place (laughs) (laughs) but you're like i'm gonna go there and i'm like do it yeah these people suck um and it's dirty people call it frisco yeah this is like like i gotta gotta step over people with like so many like uh, you know addiction problems and mental health problems just to like go to this job and I get paid well to get screamed at to do cook food for dickheads essentially yeah. you know like a lot of like, no tech people that I just like yeah and I'm like this is mentally draining yeah you know yeah um, especially just being cause you almost like you're you're seeing the 
the consequence of you know your reality mm-hmm. right like when when you are navigating getting around you know people with mental health issues you're also subjecting yourself to you know not take care of your own mental health for a paycheck yeah and you, you know? just so, like, look at these people weird, and, like, hell, parallel. Man. and you're like i don't have time to worry about you right because you know you're like trying to survive time for anything. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't have time for my family yeah oh. yeah um, but you know, I hightailed it back here and uh, saw Noah was hiring, and Noah was was really cool with me, man. He like gave me a place to live for three months in like the office, the Kamiko office. Oh wow! It was, like it was my apartment for three months. So he was like really nice. That's you know, amazing. Like Every great... time I meet him, I fangirl so hard. I feel like he thinks I'm not cool because <laughs> I literally be like. Eating at Oreo was the best experience of my life, and I loved everything about it. And you were so awesome. And and then I like <laughs> and, and and it's I, bad. I, <laughs> I learned a lot from that guy that wasn't cooking, which I really did. Yeah, which that's I what really I've heard. dig. That's beautiful. you know what I mean. Those those kind of cats like really stick with me. Like music, it, it, music to know is like a big thing. So we like connected on that initially, and he tried to start a band with me, and I just like too much of a bitch to like follow through. I was like, no, don't start a band with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, once again, my sour attitude of thinking I was great, I think kind of ruined what him and I initially had. And so I, I, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, Noah. <laughs> um, I just thought I was somebody and I wasn't really anything. And, it, you know, working there was, was great. It's good on the resume. And, like, I got to learn a lot the experience and how to, you know, mm-hmm. bring people into what we're doing without, you know, trying to, you know, do a million things on the I plate that are crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so I... I just wish I hadn't had a bad attitude there. I regret not working with Maria. I love Maria so much. I love Maria. So great. So great. Part of the shit, man. Her and Garrett are some of the greatest people. Garrett's funny as shit. Garrett introduced me to Maria because he Mm -hmm. was like, we worked together for like three seconds, and he was like, I think you would really like my wife. And I was like, okay, yeah, y'all could definitely. And then I met her, and I was like, for sure, yeah. How did you get this woman? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, Garrett, my, what do you, what, what, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> my partner talks about Maria like it's his girlfriend. He's like, did you see that post that Maria put up? I was like, no. I mean, did not you? yet. I'm like, <laughs> like, did you double tap that? Shit? Did you see mine? For real. No, I regret not working with them for sure because i think that they're at least maria and noah are are people who are like trying to look at the people part of the cooking experience which i think a lot of us when we're young in the industry we are like fuck people we're trying to like move our way up and blow big time fuck people yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately and so i was like that for a little while and then um because i went to school for human development and family studies i Mm -hmm. couldn't unsee the bullshit that was like happening around me and i think it's it turns into like how can i stop being the way that i am and be more productive and Mm -hmm. i think it it comes in steps it's like you are focused on your work but then all of a sudden you're like drinking water that seems like a good idea or like (laughs) maybe i should hydrate maybe i should like eat food not going out with people after work once and you're like (laughs) you don't really know you're like what yeah (laughs) and i think 
it's a, I don't know, not everyone grows up, but I feel like it's literally with age, my body started to physically fail me and oh, I had yeah. to pay attention to like, oh, yeah. what the fuck am I going to do if this doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. Or like, how can I make this life that I want efficient for me long term? Yeah. And, and realizing that your your actions are affecting you now and later. Yeah. Um, a big thing I didn't realize is like, you know, working at Blackbird, you have a chef beer. You have another shit beer and like going to Lone Wolf. Oh, we're going to Sporties. Yep. Let's go. You know, yeah. and like that becomes um, a cycle and becomes, mm-hmm. you know, something to, to look forward to after a long day, which is, you know, which is great. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, four high lifes and five really cheap whiskeys and rewards later, you know, you're not feel you're not going to feel great the next day. No. You're not, you know, no. like on it. And yeah. then, you know, you keep doing it and you don't understand that's like clouding your your whole mind yeah you know when you're hitting it that hard or that can not necessarily hard but like consistently yeah Yeah. um which i definitely didn't and definitely attributed to you know some of my attitude at certain points i would say um so i don't know why i was i felt like that was part of the job and so at some points like you had to do that so that people would like culture pay attention to you in like in work world so that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I went out and you have like a camaraderie with people now. And you're like, but look at this heart of palms dish I made. Oh, yeah. God, it's the worst. when <laughs> people like are at the bar like, oh, so I like fermented this gooseberry. Blah, 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 That's blah. all it I'm was. Like, <laughs> it really was. It's sporty. And like, you know, it's your first like year your, or two years. Like you kind of get caught up in it. But then it's like, oh, God, I got to go to this bar and see this person. <laughs> exactly. I think I like didn't go to sports since for two years. So I like didn't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> I didn't want to talk to him. The last time I went to Sportsman's, love Sportsman's. Uh, but so great. I yeah. feel like because of the um, the panini, I get anxiety <laughs> anytime. Yeah. Oh, that's what I call or the, the pandemic. Or, yeah. Oh, the panini. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan taught us the pterosaur, you know, because we've been. Because it begins with a P. Yep been referring to the pandemic with any other p word mm-hmm. besides the pandemic ponderosa yeah ponderosa Ooh. has been a very um popular you know very very popular one we're really smell with of the propery yes. for two years yeah. it's really getting old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. i just i feel social anxiety when i go to any place that yes. is like densely packed. You like rethink how and to I, be a and I don't know how to talk to person. people. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how to talk to people anymore. I'm like, ah, I'm freaked out by the number of people here, and I go to the bathroom. Yeah, they're like, has it been a national? We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm waiting you know, for that which shit. I think everyone is. I don't know about waiting for anymore, but like hoping to accept soon. They're like yeah. someone. I think it was the Daily Show or some shit. I was watching like the highlights because the news depresses me. Um, oh, it's good, that. but yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. They they apparently they're talking about it being like just something that's with a, with us forever now. God, like it's just part that. of the thing. And I was like, like a sexual transmitted disease. <gasps> yeah, it's, it's like, like herpes. Well, it's just something I mean, that you now disease, have yeah. to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah. I mm-hmm. would, you know, I'd love to uh, shift gears um, yeah. a, a little bit, and so this is a you know very open and honest uh, mm-hmm. conversation and. I, you know, I, I'm just really excited to get into it. So, um, there, there is a certain level of, you know, privilege in, in this industry, but there's also, um, you know, being able to sit down and talk to people about it. And so white privilege, 
Um, and in regards I, to behavior, go ahead. And I thought you were going to say, so white man. And I was like, damn, Justin. No. Just I'm, kidding. <laughs> no. But no, but um, is Sean is. is a white man, just in case you were wondering. Yes. Because you can't see us. Right. And so I, uh, I want to talk about some of the behavior that you had mentioned and then mm-hmm. perhaps emulated mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of go go from there and mm-hmm. you know just kind of open that pandora's box yeah if you're, if you're I've ready. had a i've had a long time to reflect on well not a long time but a fair amount of time to reflect on why and and how mm-hmm. well i gotta start with my dad mm-hmm. um so he's come a long way in maintaining himself and emotions and you know being honest yeah um so it starts there of like when you're exposed to someone who's not doesn't talk that much in terms of like emotionality and um, how to control it and lots of anger. Yeah. Um, it, for certain moments that are difficult, mm-hmm. you know, not just like angry all the time, but like those moments that are like hard, you know, there's just like immediate uh, anger brought, intention brought mm-hmm. into it. So, yeah. like, you know, exposed to it that way. And then come into a field that requires a lot of responsibility, a lot of know how and not being comfortable with being uncomfortable for a long time mm-hmm. and you know acting on those emotions in a negative way and not being honest people are like yo dude I'm freaking out I don't know yep. what, what I'm doing yeah. you know and just like letting you know the ego kind of take over of like you know I'm fine yeah. don't talk to me I'm fine right. you know or like you're gonna do it that way or you know whatever yeah um, so with with that in terms of like my my attitude that comes from just pure insecurity mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and lack of empathy yeah um as it pertains to you know i guess white folks as a whole i can definitely see that as congruent o- among you know people i've worked with and you know it's really hard to say i guess sometimes that i don't know what the fuck's going on i don't know what i'm doing mm-hmm. um taking me until being 30 to mm. say that which is unfortunate but i'm glad i got here right. yeah um, that's all that matters yeah, right. yeah. but you know there, there's white privilege all over the fucking you know you know industry and i i guess i was a i guess a product of it is that the right word to say you know i i, I, love- I can't sit here and say like i didn't have advantages from that because you know i don't really know mm-hmm. but i can't say i didn't I but mean, i'm sure i did your forethought to th- to like start with your dad is something that like a lot of people don't even fucking think about Mm, because a large part of why we're conditioned to be able to work in the food service industry is because of how we were raised. And like, so I was raised to basically take care of myself. And the only reason I was able to ask questions is because as a female bodied person, you are like socialized to be someone who is acceptable to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I would rather ask a million questions to begin with mm-hmm. to, and then just, like, go into... Hey. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> go on. This is like... <laughs> I'm sorry. We're... we're um, getting a new beverage and she looks so fantastic. <laughs> yes, She's got a nice that, dress on. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Continue, everybody. Um, I think that it's it's hard to realize that we have been conditioned to 
work in this industry because of mm. the way that we were raised. I'm just going back to the beginning of the point. <laughs> um, but I think that you talking about the fact that you learned a lot of how to be and also how to accept what was coming towards you because of like being young and being raised mm. in a certain way. And it is not all his fault. It's not. No, 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 no. Yeah. But that's a, <laughs> it's a part of it. Um, it makes it easier for us to like fit into the family structure, which a lot of places do. They're like, we're a family here. And it makes it acceptable. Families for, like, fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it shut makes each other it off acceptable too. for yeah. that stuff to yeah. pass because you're like, at the end of the day, we all have to like make this work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it takes a special kind of person to see that and then acknowledge it and then try to like change the behavior because it's not just for you it's for the people around you definitely it's, it's mostly for them because then know. those because yeah. then you're like teaching the people that mm-hmm. are working with you and for you that this is acceptable and this is how we should be in the food service industry which i was like i don't want the people that i work with to think that like me being an asshole because i got here at 7 a.m and left at one is acceptable even though oh, there's so much of that I got here and I left this time, you know, yeah. this validates this and that. Exactly. You know? yeah. But it's, and it's, it's really it taxing. It doesn't. Yeah. 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 Well, mm. it's almost like, um, you know, it. it's always like that challenge of who can work lar- longer and harder. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm gonna get it today. Yeah, I'm it's just like it. you know, like I'm yeah. gonna be here. Look at my list. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm be fucked. here for 20 <laughs> yeah. hours. Right? You know, like I'm gonna be here for for 20 hours, and it's like, mm. well, that doesn't sound. Doesn't sound healthy. It doesn't sound healthy. You know, like I mean, just sounds like we're not being them. really efficient here. Exactly. I'm just like, so if you're gonna be here for 20 hours, then it's like, or it sounds like we're short stepped. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, well, that's the, the thing. All of that's the other part of it is that our behavior sort of modulates how we react with the people around us. Yeah. So like if we're not changing the way that we're operating, it's not helping the problems that already exist. You're just feeding into it. Like instead of being fucking exhausted because you're working seven days in a row and two of those services literally doesn't matter. Why don't you maybe not have the two extra like brunch services that don't make any money so that everyone could sleep and you like right 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 yeah. well i was having go ahead sean no i was gonna say like running a restaurant that's just dinner is one thing but then you gotta run a restaurant that's like open all day like mm-hmm. that's fucking so hard yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's so many so much to focus on yeah oh my god yeah, yeah. so many I did people not like you gotta it. keep employed man you're just yeah. like well, that's, yeah. it's just well, at the wedding Jeez. that I that I was at last night, I was Girl. speaking to someone, and they're they're in the industry, and I was like, oh well, how how have you been? And she's like, as well to be as as well as can be be expected. Yeah. Um, you know, she's in the hospitality industry, but then also is a nonprofit as well. And she mentioned that her employer um, is operating at like. 50 percent and that is in an effort to make sure that there is balance um amongst the staff and you know do they want to be open all day yes but currently they don't have the staff in order to do that and they don't want to work their staff into an early grave and that is one of the like most amazing things that i have heard because 
I was like, where the hell they do that at? That was like the wedding in Vermont that I went to. Mm -hmm. It was the same shit. They were like, oh, yeah, like, you know, this is the barn that we like do this in. And this is the bar. But like, this is not where we spend most of our time. We do other things. We go like on trips together and we reaffirm our. And I'm like, should I be living in Vermont again? (laughs) Right. Did you you live in Vermont? I moved here from Vermont. I went Mm -hmm. to college in Vermont. I love Vermont. It sounds peaceful. It's very. I mean, Bernie. Yes. (laughs) Hi, Bernie. I just finished watching Big Mouth, and the new season has a character called Bernadette Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Sorry. Amazing. Yeah. No. That's Um, great. Vermont's great. You should visit. I'd love to. I've never been. Yeah, I would also love to go. It seems like they got it going on. You know? Yeah. Trying to fuck around and find out? I am trying to fuck around. I got people there. Okay. University of Vermont wants me to move back there and, like, be the head of their culinary shit. So, hmm. Yeah, I know. See you later. <laughs> You're like, well, bye. This was fun. Maybe. Yeah. No. But so, just like dialing it back, back in. Yeah, we just, um, we're just all over the place. Oh, it's great. It's I mean, great. have you met have, us? But yeah. have you tasted this Midwest daiquiri though? Because is there beet juice in this? Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another like, delicious concoction by Ashley. Yes, damn Ashley. Ashley, tell us about it. Ashley, let's do it. It's All right, there you go. The newest expression from Ritual. <laughs> yes. Super excited to be working with it. I yes. love you, Ashley. Yes. <laughs> this one is kinda off the cuff, really. Uh, I just wanted to do something untraditionally tropical, so I made a Midwest daiquiri. One could say I'm unconditionally like. tropical. Ooh, go on. I'm unconditionally on. tropical too. I'm from Trinidad, girl. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, cheers <laughs> cheers earthy pretty refreshing she got some beet juice in it mm-hmm. mm. just get that midwest flair I like the yeah. grapefruit at first I was like what is that and then I was like I like her it's like you know when your neighbor's got a really nice tiki bar in their basement mm. this is what they make but it's like February but they still want to have tiki drinks yes <laughs> yeah. I like it this is great they're like all the time and it got a flower in it and everything and they match there's, this, there's rum this in this is a sexy oh, ritual rum oh, it if is. I turn like yeah. bright red and yeah. start crying no, no, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's oh, a it's rum, yes. rum alternative oh yeah that's what I need just right. delightful All right. Yes. right? Mm-hmm. no crying no, no, no crying <laughs> oh. no tears everything's very good I won't turn just fine. I turn like this color when I drink rum okay just like Fair. bright ass red it is bad we talked about this earlier how I don't know if I'm uh, developing a hops and or barley allergy yeah. because you asked me if I turn red when I drink it, but I wear too much blush to know. So, yeah, gang, gang, that's real. Gang, gang, gang. That's real. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're talking about you know bad behavior um, in in the industry, but then also privilege. But so with bad behavior, obviously during the height of the pandemic and also, excuse me, the height of the pterosaur, mm-hmm. pardon me, um, you know, there was a lot of things that, that came to light about, you know, chefs, brands, restaurants, etc. And so it was just like this wave of cancel culture. Mm. You know, I would like to know. What are your thoughts on on cancel culture? And then I will uh, dive in afterwards. Uh, let's mm-hmm, see. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, some people do need to be canceled, you know, for a lot of reasons. I agree. <laughs> you know, like some should, you know, absolutely be taken away from the limelight or, 
you know, they definitely made their success for X, Y, and Z. That's not great. Uh, but I do think there have been a handful of individuals who have done one thing, you know, maybe wrong. That isn't, isn't the most, you know, can- cancelable worthy. Is that a word? I don't know. It can um, be. Yeah, yeah, it's not the most cancelable action, maybe. Uh, it definitely needs to be reprimanded, but not like excommunicated from society. I think there's... Um, I, I think, you know, a, a lot of people, the pandemic had a, a reason to uh, like, not necessarily stew, but like kind of just pay attention to what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, more than ever. Mm-hmm. And so that brought, you know, everybody's locked inside a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings. And so they can direct that towards people that they don't have to interact with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also can just, you know, I guess socialize in the, what's, what is it? I guess the, let's all hate this one person together mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. that's like a social activity yes um so i don't that that's my thought you know i i don't feel any which like extreme way about it yeah. i just think people should definitely be cautious before they try and ruin someone's life though that really deserve it i feel like and this is a oh. question i want to ask both of you do you think that the privilege of being a male-bodied person gives a little bit more leniency to what and who we think is a problem Mm-hmm. Because if it's like, you know, something that you don't have to deal with directly and it's then I like, won't have as much emotional investment. in. Yeah. yeah. So it's like sometimes I, ha- I take that into consideration because I'm like, am I just mad because I'm a woman or am I mad because this is a real problem? Yeah. Like, are you mad because it's actual fucking bullshit? Mm-hmm. Well, men yeah. set up society. So you're just like, you're, you're I'm just trapped existing already. in it. Yeah. 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 Like, well, uh, that's like kind of a. A terrible way to put it. No, but, it's but you're not. But wrong. we did, and <laughs> yeah. I don't think we did a good job thinking about the other side. <laughs> and then, <laughs> really like, well. when I'm like, I want men to go through the same thing for 150 years before we like switch up the roles, and people are like, "Well, that's not very prog- progressive." Yeah, and I'm like, gonna, I don't want to, to get be it done like now in that moment. I want, yeah. I want, I want it to be equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if we're working towards equality, that's that's ideal. We don't want to swing, you know, the other way, and then you just have the same kind of kickback. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like if we could just even this out, yeah, and then the pendulum will always continue to swing. If we can just stay still, that'd be great. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's getting better because more and more I talk to men, and they're like, "I started go to therapy," and I was like, "Bitch, yes," because sometimes literally all you need to do is like talk. Yeah, yeah, just talk. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And so, just about the cancel culture Mm -hmm. uh, topic. you know, I've said it. I've said it before on this platform, and I'll say it again. We don't um, necessarily believe in cancel culture. Yes. We believe in uh, consequence culture. See, expand. Uh, um, and so it's like if you are if you're championing for a change that that you want um, within certain circumstances, there should be a road to redemption. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I, I completely agree with. I mean, there are just there are just some things that are just absolutely fucking unforgivable and it's just like are you are you serious and i mean that becomes an entire ecosystem of you know lack of accountability um you know drug alcohol use and abuse um you know and also um it's a word i'm thinking it's just like uh enabling yeah you know and so it's it's really interesting to just bring bring these topics up in in this regard because i mean 
shit. I mean, it's just like there's so much bad behavior um, in in the industry. But then when you try saying something, it's just like, well, don't you cancel him or like, don't don't you do this? And, you know, let them go ahead and like rebrand under uh, something that starts with an N and then ends with a D. Mm-hmm. And they were very, very um, affected um, are we talking about that, that one guy? Yeah. Yeah, that one guy. That one. Yeah. You know, you know yeah, the one. Yeah, that one. Everyone know, knows the one. And so it's like, it's like, what is the consequence of that? You know, it's just like, well, we had to rebrand our business. It's like, well. It's a real consequence. Oh, wait, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There it is. Sorry. Yeah, no, is it she early? Yeah, you know? no, I, I know that you'd, you'd catch up. So, yes. <laughs> so it's. It's not fat anymore. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Um, also, what are some uh, places that you feel really do, um, you know, have like a great internal mm-hmm. working working culture that is mm-hmm. also balanced? Yeah. yeah. Tell me where you know? I want to go spend my monies. Yeah. I don't have any. And also has great accountability that you would feel. That's my uh, story. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, First, to your point of consequence culture, I, I I agree with that, especially as someone who has not had the most savory actions in the past. I don't want to be like, fucking written off by everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I would like to say, you know, I, I repent for these. Here's my, you know, here's my good doing that I've been doing now. Talk to me now, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to then I'm apologizing for, you know, who I was or what I said or what I did. And, I, you know, I've got a handful of friends who are like, yeah, you weren't that great, but we're good now. You know, yeah. we're, we're tight. But, you know, there's still a slew of people who are just like, yo, Fuck that guy, which is fine. You yeah. know, I totally. We get just that. talked about this this morning. I was like, there are people out there that's like, Reba has done fucked up shit. I'm like, okay, but I I will talk to you about it. Yeah, me mm-hmm. too. I'm like, let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll I'll just sit here and apologize, and I won't make excuses. No, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you need to yell at me, like I'll take a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You're but like a, but like people people trying to progress in the right way. Um, yeah, this is this is important, man. Like, food is is one thing, and to get to pretty food on the plate is a lot of bullshit in between mm-hmm. like so i think we got to start thinking of you know upholding places that are you know in high regard for doing things that are outside of just the myopic view of the diner would you say outside of the box yes Jeez. outside of the, the four yeah. walls of the restaurant indeed <laughs> yeah. so I'm loving that um random accent but yeah i'm yeah Thanks. so yeah, no it's great i guess i guess just because i know yes. pfeiffer and I have a past relationship with him that i mm-hmm. think his model of big kids is great yes um mm-hmm. you know just first and foremost like him as a person radiates out and you know that, that that's that's big enough already and he was like one of the first people that i talked to who was like i'm really sorry for the way that things happened and that was like i needed to hear that shit like I needed to hear Something bad happened. Oh no, it wasn't like necessarily him. It was just like, you know, Blackbird. Like Did you work there? Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know Rodrigo? Oh shit. Oh my god, yeah. Rodrigo. He works in my he works in my partner now. Uh, he works like a sama with my partner, so I can just like keep I the jokes rolling. I didn't know that he worked there, and I went in, and then after mm-hmm. I left, I saw that he worked there, and I was like, "This is I love Rodrigo." And so Toro. are you the Reba? He would call me. Yeah, he would call me Reba. So oh, you're her. It's me. That's amazing. He would call people Reba, and I was like, "I don't know what fucking Reba is." So you used to work with Angela a lot. Yes. Oh, what crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love her, but she crazy. She's fucking crazy. She's running a, a Greek restaurant right now. So I, shout out the to last her. time I saw yeah, her was at a Halloween party. Uh, that I def it was, was when, at her like, house. It was at her house. I was there. 
Were you playing with Ryan? <laughs> I, I don't Kong? know. I was dressed up as Ace Ventura. Okay. <laughs> um, we were probably there. I, it was when seltzers, like alcoholic seltzers, first, first came like, out. Hot. And I <laughs> forgot that it was alcoholic. So we were taking shots and then I was like drinking seltzer. So I definitely like hardcore browned out playing against Ryan on the pong table. <laughs> Yeah, Toro yeah. was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was yeah, crazy. Yeah, we were there right. together. Now we know each other. Hello. Nice. All right, what's up? Yeah. All right, I you know. This. But it was like, because it was in a transition period, and Ryan was like working really hard and not necessarily there to see everything that was happening. Mm. So when he was like, just advocated for people to sort of like reach out for him, reach out to him and like talk to him about like, what things might not have been the best. It was a situation where like, he didn't even know a lot of the shit that was happening. Oh shit. And, and he was like, I'm, it's not that I, was this like when he first became, CDC? yeah, when he was, okay. it was in a transitional period. Yeah, when Perry was like the, the chef of two restaurants. I called him a, like, I called Perry the Lorax because he was only <laughs> ever there when you like needed him. He would just like pop up and be like, like all right, back to drinking. Is, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, um, Perry. But like, it was the first time that someone that I really admired and I feel like who did so much for me in a learning capacity mm-hmm. apologized yeah. for like some of their not so nice like behavior. And now I like pick up shifts every now and then at Big Kids to help out with like nice. people having time off so they yeah. can like go to their brother's wedding or like go visit just their like, niece. Just or like do something fucking social. Regular. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go to sleep. a show because yeah. it's on a Thursday. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck. So no, I learned so much from Ryan. I'm still learning a lot from Ryan. Birds. Um, oh man, that motherfucker loves birds. Yeah. So <laughs> no, I like really. I I feel like that's why I bought up a tears. <laughs> dinosaurs are the OG birds. Y- yeah. Okay. Yeah. A full circle here. Right, also, yeah. whales, y'all. I learned yeah. are ungulates. All right, I'm dumb. What does that what? mean? What? Um. So they're part of the hoofed mammal. Oh, what? Exactly. Because they came from the ocean and then they went back. And now <laughs> they went, they're like, fuck this, fuck this yeah. land shit. And they went <laughs> no. back and they still space. have like little legs, little leg bones in there. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> they don't have teeth on the top of their mouth. Man. Whales. So I, Sorry. So Dinosaurs. Yeah. That's a whale now. It was just, you yeah, know. That was, <laughs> don't yes. think I didn't catch that, Sean. That, that was, was good. Amazing. That was good. Yes. Amazing. Okay. That was it. That's all I got. But thank you. Yeah. So much. (laughs) But yeah, so his model at Big Kids is great because it's um, when they turn a profit, it's shared. Yeah. Profit Mm -hmm. sharing, I think, is a great, great thing that incentivizes employees to want to do this. You know, like Max. You can use the word incentivize, which has, it can have like a negative stigma around it. Like, we're incentivizing our employees with, you know, X, Y, and Z bullshit. Sounding like uh, yeah, we bought pizza on Saturdays. Um, no, yeah, do but, not get sucked in by the pizza yeah, party, y'all. Yeah. Don't, don't. Oh, those burgers for us. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like everything is horrible. Everything oh, is everything man. is an absolute nightmare. But you know what? Put some I'm gonna craft down and eat this pizza. Yeah, exactly. Right? Just like, you know, and eat this pizza. And you know why and you, you all feel are gonna be quiet? Because you then... probably didn't eat anything all day long, and that was right. the first thing you ate, so you feel like Superman. God, I stood up to eat. I stand up and eat. Oh like, yeah, same. Where did that home. come from? You know? <laughs> <laughs> do you do it over the trash can? My friends though? are like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, do you I'm do just... it over the trash can? No, because we put the trash can in a different room, oh, or, like okay. a little closet. <laughs> you know, and like you gotta like put your foot in the lid. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole. Um, it's use a plate. Yeah. 
Or like yeah. I'm at home and I can't drink out of like a regular. I drink out of a deli. At Same. Home. Or like now, now I've graduated to my water bottle. Hey, but, you there know, you but like it's just like drinking out of delis at home. There's like a bunch of you know glassware that we have, but none of them's big enough. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I can never get as much liquid as you I know. Would, it's like I would want. It's, there is it's plenty, right? Usually. Um, I realized at the beginning of the um, Panic at the Disco that. <laughs> I only drank water at work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only drank water yeah. at work. And so like now I've finally gotten up to drinking like almost 60 ounces of water yeah. a day, which go. I feel amazing about. Look but at, at work, I used human. to drink like four or five quarts of water and like only coffee. And I was like, why, why am, am I so, so dehydrated? Exactly. <laughs> You get so more tired. yellow throughout the week. You're like, oh, wow, like, this is this is like, well, no. yeah. Now I like this monitor like that shit. I'm like, what yeah, are you doing? Too. I'm like, what? More water. You know, <laughs> it's hard to describe to people that you're so busy. You're like you're so busy. Like if I stop for five minutes, my whole day is fucked up. Yes. I don't have time to drink water. Taking a shit. Um, Good luck. <laughs> oh well, now, now I'm like all about that. I'm like, did yeah. I eat enough vegetables today? Did I, I drink got the enough time to water think about it. today? Like. Yeah. Did, when was the last time I pooped? When was the last time oh, I was pooped? Was it was it was it straight? Like, <laughs> was it yeah, good? Was it was it healthy? Is it fibrous? <laughs> <laughs> I talk. I think about that shit daily. Thank you. Uh, clever. I do it now. Yeah. There you go. You know I appreciate that. <laughs> That's like that. There you I've go. been like trying to look at dad jokes on the internet to compete with you. I talked about it when we were they camping just in Wisconsin. You can't just what? <laughs> he, I know, but like he's so good at them. Yeah, I mean, and thank you for the prompt, Nariba, oh, because a uh, question to you both. Mm-hmm. What do you call a bear with no teeth? I know this one. Is a gummy bear? Nailed it. I ate a Laffy Taffy two days ago Great. and that was on it. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Thank cool. you. There you go. I'm usually not oh, that good. Yeah. Shit. There you go. Yeah. I mean, if I took some mushrooms, I would I'd be like on the floor. This is the best joke I've ever heard. Yeah, like, it's amazing. Yeah. But yes, um as we're as we're wrapping up, um Sean, what are um, you know, some things that you know you're you're working on um in regards to just like behavior moving forward and also um things that people in leadership roles uh, need to need to be aware of in uh, in this industry? Well, something I did was when you're like in a problematic situation, you should just remove yourself from it. So I removed myself from cooking altogether, 100%. Mm. And there's always been in the back of my head because, you know, musician growing up, originally went to school for music. Mm-hmm. It's been like, why did you, why did you quit? Why are you dealing with this? Why did you quit? So I, um, I totally, le- <laughs> I got a hernia. I got a bi- bilateral inguinal hernia Ooh, uh, working wow, at Smith. sounds Yeah, it's a hernia on both sides down here uh, yep. in your groin. Mm-hmm. Um, so had surgery, um, which was expensive because of the great insurance you get while working in a restaurant. And no one explains to you about liability and disability nope. insurance. Mm-mm. Like, no one, like, that's a whole other, we'll they get to that. They gloss over yeah. it. Yeah. And like, you know, the GM's there to talk to you about your benefits, which mm-hmm. is the least qualified person, like just as much as the guy who's cooking next to you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I, I got a hernia, I had surgery, and I was like, I don't make enough money. I don't enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to get back into music, which doesn't make a lot of money, but I'm going to enjoy myself. So I was originally a recording engineer, um, like growing up with my dad, 
uh, and was going to go into that. And now I've jumped back into that and working at a studio called Rax Tracks. Mm. And um, it's on, on like Belmont Ashland for mm. a guy named Rick Barnes. Great Chicago musician, like a legendary engineer and producer. And he's got great engineers who just want to teach and like make sure you're good but it's also like a tough environment you know like yeah. we got a schedule we got to get you done it's very much like a kitchen which like makes the work seem easy for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's about being efficient and also about being really hospitable to the artist which is your guest yeah. you know and making sure they're in their creative space in a comfortable way the whole way through you know the process even once you're outside the studio so you know i'm still in the hospitality industry the way i look at it but just mm-hmm. operating on another medium yeah um and what was the next part of question? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. And um, um, thank you. That. Yeah. So I just, awesome. I just got yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then, um, you know, what do you think that leadership um, within the industry should should be aware of in in regards to whatever you want to touch on? How their actions of bringing in product uh, makes a ripple effect of like. I got to get the caviar in from California and how yep. it gets here. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets on a plane. It's in it's in cardboard. It's got an ice pack in it. And it's also got, you know, plastic in it. Mm-hmm. How much of that? Are we, and the tens you're going to throw away. Yep. Yeah. You're not going to say unless like some like cook takes someone to put his weed in it. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, or yeah. the saffron box, <laughs> you know, do the went, same That's thing. too small yeah, yeah. for my nuts. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I keep my ground up weed in this tin. Um, <laughs> No, you've you seen those big pound. You've seen a pound of caviar tins, though. You can yeah. Put it in there. Anyway, you can do it in that. Um, but just you know, you don't need to get the the fish from Santa Barbara or, or that. You know, like in the Midwest, you know, we're a, a connection city. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. shit travels through us, and you know, so there's a lot of that. But you know, finding sustainable ways to keep your experience like enjoyable, but you know, like understanding, like bringing in shit like this is not going to be good forever and yeah yeah i'd like to highlight sustainability <clears throat> um a chef named uh matthew Cammer that i worked for at saison who now runs a uh little inn called harbor house he's got their second michelin star oh, this year congrats man yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. and mike francor and kyle all those guys are crushing it out there on the edge of the world Amazing. uh you know he's in a he's in a place in california where you can you know you know pull seaweed and urchin out of the water um not everybody has that but mm. he does have great models inside of this kitchen um, of keeping like a closed loop kind of mentality. And well, he's doing a good job because urchins are parasites because they oh, eat they're all killing the, the kelp forest. Yeah, they, yeah. they kill yeah. the kelp forest. So yeah, fuck that. Everybody eat as much urchin as you can, especially from right the now. west coast, please. <laughs> the purple please. ones the uni, are delicious. The uni crazes. It yes. just we'll write it. Just take tuna yeah. off the menu. We'll just go into uni. Yep. Trust me, we got we got to switch it gotta out. Save the kelp. But, yeah. You know, chefs becoming uh, especially prominent ones like. You know pedestals for this kind of information because they're the ones who deal with it the most directly mm-hmm. um so yeah it's great this dish looks great but like at, at what true cost yeah. did this did, did we do to get this so i that's what i ultimately want to see out of the industry and you know more pay and you know, more balanced hours yeah. but i i'm not respect good enough to develop a business model um you're, like you're good enough or no i yes, haven't asserted myself to do that and yeah. nor do i want to, to be exactly anyway. there that's why we have to remember that there are people out there mm-hmm. that are better really, at certain things they really and it. they want to do it yeah yeah so hopefully everybody you know chefs like john shields and you know noah and grant and can look at you know what they're doing to produce their food and be like is this really mm-hmm. you know the best way to do it you know, like it works this is what we found to work and be efficient which is yeah huge part of restaurants efficiency especially like 
the higher up you get, you know, it's all about, you know, minute to minute efficiency, but systems, systems, man, you gotta, yeah. you know, systems are great. Standard um, operating but, procedures. You know, mm-hmm. Changing the system that worked for a while is, is uncomfortable. And, right. you know, a headache sometimes no. slows and things it's down. like hard to do it from within sometimes because you have to like work within the system to like maybe change it. Yeah. You got to shake That's everyone's tree. You know? I was like, yeah. I'll it's, do this from the outside. Yeah. Dude, right. It's really hard to change it from the inside. Yeah. Because you feel like a. Like a know. turd. Or like, or like, <laughs> like for turd. me it felt like I was like going against my comrades because I wanted oh, people to like so much of like, that yeah. guilt of like, you're not about, one of us. Yeah. Like I quit cooking, I'm a pussy, you know, like that kind of shit. That's, you know, I like, know, am I? <laughs> deep yeah. in my heart depression about that for like six months when I was like, I'm not doing this again. Oh, that shit's in my review now. Like, oh, whatever, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. cool. You guys enjoy it. And just yeah. bark, bark over the, the nut. It's not that clean, you know, like, all right, let's, you know, get whatever, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aw. Well. I'm doing happening. it because I know, yeah, I, know I know it's coming to an end. I know, I know. And also before I do the things that I, I know to do, mm-hmm. this episode is extremely, um, you know, powerful for me uh, specifically because Sean reached out to us. True. So this is amazing of an opportunity to show like the community is paying attention mm-hmm. and there are people out there that, you know. I just wanted to say I'm sorry to everybody. Yeah. That's about it. You know, yeah. It's like, yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's real though. We, we, had, yeah. we had you here and then, yeah. you know, it's just like soundbite of I'm sorry. But, you know, for me, mm-hmm. you know, thank you. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. you know, because like it's it's awesome. It's nice. It's nice to know that people who are like not in the industry proper but are doing things adjacent to the industry mm-hmm. still like care and want to like make sure that there's a progress and a chain moving forward yeah, because I, I really like all of like my friends and the people that I've met along the way working within yeah, the industry same. but I just like can't cut off my foot <laughs> yeah. every day and yeah. like just pretend that I am okay. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. Well. That was weird, but I mean it. No, I know. No, no. I, I, I got it. You can only bury it for so long. Though. Right. <laughs> well, Sean, how can people find you? Don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I guess if you need to reach out, I got an Instagram. It's my name. Right. At Denning. But if you don't need me, that's cool. Okay. That works. Um, if you need any music uh, engineered, recorded, or go. mastered, um, yeah. I can help with that. Sweet. Um, that's only plug. Oh, also wanted to plug a Chicago artist. Uh, See? Yes. Who's tight. This um, is why we ask. Yeah. Makaya McCraven. Check it out. Okay. Um, this shit is way, way smooth. Awesome. Listen to it. Found him on the way here. And is I was it? like, I got to tell everybody. You know, I get, I get that way about people. Really like, oh, is it on Spotify? Spotify, yeah. Wait, and, and like uh, Apple and shit? Probably. Because we're He's also on those. So y'all yeah. listen to him and then listen to us. Yeah. And then feel free to, you know, like, subscribe, share. <laughs> all it. of that. All Both of, that of them. Stuff. Yes. And... So, obviously, thank you so much to our um, friends here at Blind Barber for hosting this necessary conversation. Uh, Also, we enjoyed these delicious beverages, um, Mm -hmm, one specifically mm -hmm. with Ritual and their beautiful rum. 
but we also their new rum. Yes, yes. Yeah. Their first rum, mm-hmm. and so rum alternative. Rum alternative. Yes, and we got to work with the lovely brand Corey, uh, Corey Ice. And they are a social enterprise, and they are the only craft ice cut with the same steel used to forge samurai swords, uh, which is dope as hell to know. Okay. And then also, they're available at retail at Benny's and Mariano's. Mm. And on- it wasn't until recording podcasts that I know that that I knew that you could like buy f- fancy ice at Benny's. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that until yeah. right now. Yeah. Huh. There it is. Mm. There it is. And mm. then also, also. Um, just as a kind reminder, once this episode drops, the uh, promo code for 20% off in the barbershop at Blind Barber Ooh. will be expiring on December 4th. So that will put you two days after the drop of this episode. So get in there. And also our friends at Healthy Poor. Are, yes, yes, yes. Hello, Laura Louise Green. And me. Yes. And Nariba. I Hi, Nariba. there. Yes. Um, is still offering us well for the entire uh, second season Mm -hmm. um, a discount with terms of service on their website yep so yes I am Justin Arnett Graham and you can find me on Instagram oh and the cookies yes so also, a nice, nice thing is Angela Diaz from Your Cookie. Your Cookie. Uh, Your Cookie. Your Cookie. Your Cookie is offering uh, 15% off uh, through their website with the promo code TOS15. And remember how much we talked about how it slaps. Slaps. Slamming jam. Just like that. And so, again, again, I am Justin Arnett Graham. You can find me on Instagram under What's Bico. And uh, this is your girl, Nariba Shepard. You can find me on Instagram at Rebaru, R-E-B-A-R-U. And that's all we got for you today. Peace.